Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people have more and better sex. And who doesn't want that? This is episode 10, Comparing Yourself to Others and the Lifestyle. Has this ever happened to you? You're at a party. You walked in feeling pretty good. You are rocking that sexy red dress and your favorite fuck-me heels. You flirted with a few people, and you've got your eye on one in particular. Then you see this other woman walk up and start talking to the guy that you had your eye on, and your whole attitude changes. You think, damn, she's gorgeous. I don't stand a chance next to her. She is smoking hot and look at her body. I look like a busted can of biscuits next to her. He's not going to give me the time of day now. I can't compete with that. And instead of going up and talking to that guy or even somebody else, you slink back to your chair and drink until you aren't sad anymore. We let the comparison ruin our night and our good time. How about we stop that shit? We compare ourselves to others, and in our minds, we can't compete. We always come up short. Someone is always hotter, sexier, taller, in better shape, can fuck longer, gets more attention, the list goes on and on. That kind of comparison is poison. It steals your confidence and your joy. It's time to break that cycle. Keep listening for tips to get you started. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my panties are a white thong with bright green edging covered in kiwi fruits and black kiwi seeds. I do love kiwis, but this is the first pair of kiwi panties I've had. And maybe the last. They're not super comfortable, to be honest. So at the beginning of every show, I like to give a little warning so someone doesn't shit themselves when they hear me cuss and talk about dicks. This show contains explicit content. That means it's for mature audiences. When I say mature, I mean physical, legal age, not mental maturity. I still have the mind of a 12-year-old boy trapped in the body of a 45-year-old woman. But the show is intended for swingers, so we talk about sex a lot, and orgasms a lot. And it's designed to help you build your confidence, so we also talk about shit that makes you think deeply about yourself. And if that's not your jam, no hard feelings. Just don't come crying to me when you hear some inappropriate shit or you get your feelings hurt over something I said. I warned you. And just a reminder, I'm a coach, not a therapist or a counselor. As a coach, I help take you where you want to go. Is that more confidence, better relationships, more connections with other swingers, 
more and better sex? If that sounds good to you, then you've stumbled into the right place. Keep listening. It's showtime. Today's show is about comparing yourself to others in the lifestyle. Comparing yourself to others is a pretty normal part of life. It starts in childhood and usually gets really bad in junior high and high school. You look at others to see how they're doing so you can decide if you're doing okay and fitting in. So clearly this isn't exclusively a lifestyle problem. It happens in every aspect of life. Work, home, friends, even family. It happens all the time. We see something that somebody else has or is or does that we don't have and we think, man, I wish I had that. It must be nice. These comparisons happen a lot in a lot of different contexts. We compare ourselves to others physically. When we see someone that we think looks better than we do, we compare ourselves to them and think, man, I wish I looked like that or had tits like that or was hung like that. They must have it made. I see this happen a lot at parties when we think, look at all these sexy people. I don't stand a chance competing with them. We compare ourselves to others socially. When we see someone that seems to be engaging with people more than we are, or that seems to be the life of the party, or has more friends or a more active social life, we think, man, everybody likes them. I wish I had that. This happens at parties a lot too. We see someone who seems to know everyone, or is talking to everyone, or is getting a lot of attention, and we think, wow, they are so popular, everybody likes them. I could never do that. We compare ourselves to others financially. When we see someone that we think has more money than us, or makes more money, or has more play toys than us, we think, wow, that must be nice. I could be happy too if I had that kind of money. We compare ourselves to others romantically. When we see a couple that we think is happier or has a better relationship than us, we think that must be nice. The way he dotes on her or the way they interact with each other or the way she talks about him when he's not there, they have it made. I wish I had that. I see this on social media a lot. People compare their relationship to what they see other couples post about. And we think, wow, they are the perfect couple. They must not have any issues or fight like we do. We compare ourselves to others professionally. When we see someone in a position we wanted, now I mean like a work position, not like a sexual position, that's usually going to get you sent straight to HR. Anyway, when someone gets a promotion we wanted, or they get on a team that we wanted, or they're successful in some other way that we wish we had, we think, wow, that must be nice. I work twice as hard as them, but I don't get those hand-picked projects. We compare ourselves to others sexually. When someone plays more than we do, we think, I'm doing the same things they're doing, talking to the same people, but they are getting laid way more than I am. They must have something I don't have. I wish I could do that. Or when we think someone is a more skilled lover or are maybe more endowed than we are, we think, damn, I wish I had that. It must be nice. We compare ourselves to others emotionally. When someone seems happier than we are, we think, sure, they're happy. They don't have to deal with all this shit that I have to deal with. 
If I didn't have my drunken deadbeat brother-in-law living on my couch and making moonshine in my bathtub, I would be happy too. Must be nice. We compare ourselves to others intellectually. When someone seems smarter than us, we think, I wish I could do this or that, but I'm not as smart as Bob or Sue or Bobby Sue. I wish I was as smart as them. There are probably other ways you compare yourself to others too. I'm just too drunk off bathtub moonshine to think of anymore. Hey, tell your brother-in-law I said thanks. So comparing ourselves to others is clearly pretty normal. It's something that we almost all do. And most of the time, we probably don't even realize it on a conscious level. It's a natural way for us to evaluate how we're doing. We feel like we need to have a benchmark, a measuring stick, so we know if we're doing better or worse than other people. It helps us decide how we should feel about ourselves. Comparison is a normal human reaction. Damn these human emotions. But what's behind that comparison? Why do we let how or what other people are doing dictate how we feel about ourselves? Why do we feel this need, this compulsion to compare ourselves to others? We as humans have an innate desire to grow and improve, and we need a way to evaluate that growth. Since there's not a growth tape measure, actually there might be one on Amazon. Amazon has fucking everything. And I could probably get it with one day shipping. I'll have to check after the show. But for now, since we don't have a growth tape measure, we have to rely on our observations of other people to decide if we're growing and how much. We also use comparison to build up our self-confidence. To feel good about ourselves, we want to feel like we're doing better than others. So if this is our mindset, we often compare ourselves to people who are at a lower level of something than we are so we can feel superior. We also use comparison out of jealousy. We want something that someone else has, so we compare ourselves to them because we're jealous that they have what we want. This one happens to me sometimes. When I see a woman who has an impeccable sense of style, who can put together an outfit and always makes it look good, Like, she could start with a potato sack, three pieces of string, and some glitter glue, and end up looking like a runway model. I so do not have that. I have zero sense of style. I wish I did, and in all honesty, I'm a little jealous of the people that do. Maybe that comparison is coming from low self-esteem. Sometimes, hell often, we compare ourselves to others and come up short. We come up wanting. If we have low self-esteem, then when we compare ourselves to others, we're usually going to compare ourselves to people who we believe are better than us at something. People who seem more successful, smarter, more attractive, happier. If we have low self-esteem, we're always going to be the person on the bottom end of the comparison. We are always going to assume that we are not enough. So we are going to be looking for people who are quote unquote better than us. And if we're looking for it, then we're going to find it. We're always going to be able to find someone prettier than us or smarter than us or happier than us or more successful than us. And we're going to use those comparisons to further the belief that we are not enough. So I know it sounds like comparing yourself to others is a big steaming pile of horseshit. But even horseshit has its uses and so does comparing ourselves to others. 
it isn't always a bad thing. It can be a super useful tool too. It can be a source of inspiration. If we compare ourselves to someone that we aspire to be, it can motivate us to be better. For instance, if your friend loses weight and you admire her transformation and the confidence that she has now, or the things she's able to do now that she couldn't do before, it might motivate you to start a healthy eating plan. Or if you have a friend that's always kind-hearted, it might inspire you to be more like that. Or if you see someone who is driven to succeed, you might be inspired to go after your dream too. This is a great benefit of comparison. It can also be a source of motivation. If we see something that someone has that we want, or something that they've accomplished, it might motivate us to push ourselves to work harder than we would otherwise. Honestly, I use this a lot. I see other people who are where I want to be, who are super successful coaches who have transformed thousands of lives, or who are super fit and active, and it motivates me to put in the work to achieve the results I want, even when I'd rather lay in bed and eat a bucket of chicken for breakfast. Don't judge me. Comparing yourself to others can also make you more self-aware. If you compare yourself to others and come up lacking, it can make you more aware of who you are, your strengths and weaknesses, what you want, and how to get there. The first step to change comes from awareness, and comparing yourself to others can bring up that self-awareness for you. It can also help you be thankful for what you have. If you compare yourself to others who are experiencing some hardships or other difficulties, it can make you appreciate what you have. Sometimes we get so caught up in life and we focus on what we want and what we don't have that we don't take the time to appreciate what we do have. We take so many things for granted. Our home, our car, our family, plenty of food, wonderful friends. There are a lot who are less fortunate, and when you compare yourself to someone who's struggling, it can really make you appreciate and be thankful for what you do have. So comparing yourself to others isn't always bad. It definitely has its place, and it can be super helpful and healthy when it's used in a positive way to help us grow and not hold us back. So what's the line between positive and negative? When is comparing ourselves to others a bad thing? It's negative when it makes us feel bad, when it leads to unhappiness and low self-esteem, when it leads to negative self-talk, when it leads us away from self-acceptance and towards self-judgment. Why can it be so detrimental to our mental health? Here are some reasons why comparing yourself to others can be negative. It's usually not realistic. When we're comparing ourselves to others, we are comparing ourselves to the perception that we have about them. Perceptions are not facts. It may be our perception that the supermodel is fucking gorgeous and must have the perfect life. But the reality may be that she has an eating disorder because she judges her worth based on her size and she has terrible self-confidence and it's affecting her relationships and she's actually very unhappy. Your perceptions may be very different than reality. It's negative because we're not using fair comparisons. Often you're comparing apples to airplanes. 
You may be comparing your step one or two of a journey to someone else's step 30 of the journey. Of course, they're at a different place than you are. And of course, you feel like you can't compare to them. It's not a fair comparison. Everybody is different and everybody's journey is different. So it's not possible for a totally fair comparison. It causes negative self-talk. When we're comparing ourselves to others, especially if we're coming up on the shitty side of that comparison, it causes us to talk negatively to ourselves. It starts the I'm not enough narrative that your bitchy little brain wants to keep replaying for you. And the more you do it, the worse it gets. You start looking everywhere for people that are quote unquote better than you. And if you're looking for them, you are going to find them. And then your bitchy little brain is going to be like, see, there's another one. You just really suck. Everybody's better than you. Those thoughts lead to low self-esteem because they make you feel negatively about yourself. And this is not okay. You are a fucking superstar and superstars should know their worth. Negative comparisons cause jealousy, envy, and resentment. When you want something somebody else has, especially if you don't have it, it can cause you to resent that person. Resentment is an ugly emotion. It leaves you feeling bitter and angry, like life has been unfair to you and you haven't gotten something that you want and deserve. But resentment is a negative emotion that is going to build up and lead to other negative emotions. It's an ugly cycle. Negative comparisons also cause you to waste energy focusing on other people instead of yourselves. We can't grow and become better versions of ourselves if we are constantly focused on other people, what they have, and where they're going. We only have so much time and energy. Why waste it focusing on other people's journeys when we should be focusing on our own? The line between positive and negative lies inside you. If you're comparing yourself from a place of positivity, from a place of aspiring to grow and live your best life, then you're going to have positive results. But if you're comparing yourself to others from a place of negativity, it's going to have negative results like negative self-talk, low self-esteem, resentment, and anger. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to others from a place of negativity, it's time to change that pattern. Why? Because shifting from negative to positive leads to acceptance and acceptance leads to happiness and happiness leads to confidence and confidence leads to more and better sex. So what I'm saying is positive thinking will help you get your dick sucked more. Don't believe me? Try it. What do you have to lose? I have some tips for you to stop comparing yourself to others from a place of negativity. You can use them to shift from negative comparison to positive comparison, or you can use them to try to stop the comparisons altogether. Here are six tips you can use starting today. Tip number one, recognize it. The first step of any change is awareness. You can't change what you don't know needs to change. So the first step is just to become aware of the negative comparison. Tip number two, remind yourself that your perception of the situation is not facts. It's just perception. How many times have you believed something about someone only to find out later that you were wrong? If you're anything like me, 
It's a lot, like a lot, a lot. You make assumptions about people and take that as fact when it really isn't. So when you're comparing yourself to someone and thinking they must be happy because of whatever, their weight, their money, or the fact that they have a gold-plated double-headed dildo, remember that you don't know all the facts about the situation. Your perception of the situation is not facts. Tip number three, practice gratitude. I know, I know, back to the gratitude. Can you shut the fuck up about gratitude already, Joe? Uh, negatory. Focusing on gratitude is a game changer. If you appreciate what you have, if you focus on being thankful, you will be happier. Period. It is impossible to feel negative and feel grateful at the same time. They are opposite emotions that you cannot feel at the same time. Therefore, the more you practice gratitude, the less likely you are to compare yourself to others in a negative way. Tip number four, focus on yourself instead of others. If you stay focused on what you want to change, you will be less likely to negatively compare yourself to others because your energy will be focused on your journey, on what you want and what you're trying to achieve and not on other people. Tip number five, practice self-acceptance. When you accept yourself for who you are, flaws and all, you are less likely to negatively compare yourself to others. It's not as important to you that other people have things that you don't have because you've accepted that you are pretty great just the way you are. It's a very freeing, powerful feeling. And tip number six, compare yourself to your past self. If you feel the need to compare yourself to see evidence of change and growth, compare your present self to your past self. Then you can see the changes you've made and celebrate them. Comparing ourselves to others is normal, but that doesn't mean that it's a good thing and it doesn't mean it's helping you become a more confident, happier you. If you're comparing yourself to others from a place of negativity, it's only going to lead to more negativity. If you can't stop comparing yourself to others, then do it from a place of positivity. Choose to compare yourself to others who inspire you, who motivate you, who encourage you to grow and move toward the goals you have set and to become a better, more confident, happier person. We all want to be happier, more confident people. That leads to more of the good things in life, like friendships, laughter, joy, and orgasms. If comparison is holding us back from those good things, it's time we made the conscious decision to change the patterns. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take consistent effort because it's so easy to fall back into those bad habits. So no, it's not easy. And no, it's not fast. But it's so worth it. You are so worth it. And your future orgasms are so worth it. If you aren't getting everything you want out of the lifestyle, if you find yourself sitting on the sidelines instead of connecting with people, let's talk about it. We can work together to create a plan to get you where you want to go, especially if where you want to go is heels to Jesus with that hottie at the party. Email me at joe at theconfidentswinger.com and put let's talk in the subject line. That's joe at theconfidentswinger.com. 
Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope it made you think a little differently. If you like the show, please share it with a swinger in your life or two or 10 so we can all get laid more. Confidence, like orgasms, is something we could all use more of and this show can help with both. Please subscribe so you don't miss out and leave me a review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It will help get the show out to more people and you might get some on-air love from me. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.